Boom, blast. The feed is up. I see a red light. And that means that we are live. This is the Wrap It Up Podcast. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Joining you once again as the Toronto Raptors improve to 8-1. Eight 8-1. And one. Eight and one. After a 107-98 victory over the Phoenix Suns. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. I'm joined by two of my friends, as I'm always joined by my friends. Because I have lots of friends, or at least I like to think so. One side, I got my guy Brendan Dunlop with me. Dunlop, what's up, man? Thank Hi, you. How you doing? Thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. It's nice to have you. I'm happy you could join, by, yeah. join us, you know? It's cool having you here. Just because you're on the West Coast doesn't mean people aren't fiending for their wrap-it-up fix, you know? Yeah. It's needed. It's needed, right? We like it. And on the other side, I got Bellamo. Mike, what's going on, man? Good. I'm on my five-hour energy, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> the West Coast games. Everything's good. Love them. Good, man. Thanks for having me. So I appreciate you guys coming out, not only because, you know, you're my boys and thanks for supporting the cause and supporting the podcast, mm-hmm. but also it's a West Coast late mm-hmm. and it's the Phoenix Suns. And you know what? A lot of people might have been like, oh, it's the Suns. Rap should just blow them out. It might not be that entertaining. But I think we got a better game than we expected. Mm. And it's because the Phoenix Suns, they hung around. They were kind of pesky for a while, Mm -hmm. no? Like, what did you make of this game just from how your opinion going in to what actually happened? I expected this game to be closer than people would have thought simply because the, the Raptors tend to be that team that, you know, since they've been really good, take their foot off the pedal in games that you think that they should blow teams out. Especially in the, end, in the West Coast, too, yeah. In the end, the scoreline looked exactly how we probably expected, yeah. <laughs> or at least the, towards the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the scoreline ended up finishing the way Vegas expected <laughs> on the opposite side of the yeah. money, but that's, that's a story <laughs> yeah, for another day. For that. But when it was 20 points in the fourth quarter, yeah. that's what a lot of people thought would have played out. But they let the Suns kick around for a little bit, yeah. and then the bench mob put them away. So it's just a, a sign of evolution. Like us being here on a Friday night instead of at Everly or some other downtown Toronto. Yeah, yeah, King Street. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Mikey, were you a little worried about maybe the Raptors might be looking ahead to a huge back-to-back in LA and in Utah were you kind of worried about that yeah yeah I thought they'd play down to their competition and Mm -hmm. you could see in the first couple quarters Phoenix is young a bunch of young 20 year olds Mm -hmm. fast they kind of caught the Raptors off guard and they're up by four I think at the halftime but we both said at halftime we said "Uh, the Raptors are probably up at 10 and we're we got to chat and then the next thing you know I was like holy cow they're up by like 11 and they held it to uh, to the end, and then yeah, again Vegas won at the end there by <laughs> the ten. <laughs> what we're talking about is the ten and a half spread in yeah. the last ten and a half point steal. spread, and for yeah. some reason magically and yeah, yeah, a soft steal they happened and, to score right at yeah. the very end. It's weird how that happens. Overall, right? good game though. Uh, good game and it was an interesting game right and i mean maybe the way that the game started was a little different for people it was a little it wasn't what people expected i mean the suns were up three after one they led by four at the half but then i think in the third quarter things kind of went more to the raptors that we're used to seeing and Mm -hmm. i think this was the first time we kind of touched on it there but we saw the bench kind of do what the bench, yes. what we're used to seeing from the bench, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they can take over in the second half the way they did, and you look at the final stat lines, n- no one was put up over 20 points. Yeah. And Kawhi had a, a team high 19. Yeah. So that just shows how they're sharing the load. And, and mm-hmm. games like this is exactly uh, when you need to see them share the load. And when they're going to do it and pull out the result, exactly. not like in the you know seasons past where they, they struggle and they lose late, and then it sends them on a bad funk into the next game on the road. Yeah, yeah. I always find, too, these – these kind of trips, like the Utahs, mm-hmm. or them, they always they, they they never win. 
and it's it's good. I know Phoenix is Phoenix, but it it, it is. You're right. It's it's good to see that they came out with a solid win across the board, and everybody played pretty much to their par. Yeah, it could be one of those things where you you see a slip up, right? Because mm-hmm. they're looking yeah. ahead. But I felt like their stars, and what I mean by their stars, I mean their starters more so. The Kyle Lowry's, <clears throat> uh, Siakam, Kawhi. I think those guys really. Once it they were down, especially in the first half, I felt like in the third quarter they came out and kind of like, okay, we're going to play defense, we're going to guard up, we're going to make this a tighter game, and then the game blew up with the bench and Freddie, and it's been, this was the first game had their full team, mm-hmm. and yeah, we saw yeah. Fred Van Fleet finally, you know, doing the Freddie thing where he's yeah. leading that second unit and getting Norm open shots, hitting yeah. some threes, right? The numbers don't really jump off the off the board for you for Freddie, but I think it was more like a control and a tempo thing, right? Six assists from Freddie off the bench, but getting the guys off, I think that was the key, right? Yeah, exactly. But and like like we said, nobody really jumped off the page. Well, Kawhi kind of did, but mm-hmm. everybody was kind of even part. We even said before that OG almost in the third quarter had like no points. Yeah. But you made the point that he's there for the defensive specialist, right? Yeah. And, and then the the Fred Van Fleet played good. And again, one of my surprises was CJ Miles finally broke through. Yeah. So the other big talks going on right now is that yes, the Raptors did win. Yes, they improved to eight and one, but of course we're kind of holding because Kawhi Leonard did leave for the locker room late in the fourth quarter. Waiting on Nick Nurse to see if we can get an update. And he just if that fucked, does come across, actually, yeah. if that does come across, I'll, I'll pass along that info as we go along here. But to me, the interesting thing, if we go back to just what happened throughout this game, why it was so important was last year, the strength of the team I found was they're just so much deeper than even the good teams, right? Yeah. So against another good team, their bench is really good and that would extend leads. Against a bad team, it's almost like their bench is better than that team's starters. Yeah. Right? Like, Freddie could start on teams. Serge can start on teams. Can start on a lot of teams. Yeah. OG can start on teams, right? And that was kind of cool to see that aspect of this Raptors team back in action again. And one thing I want to ask you guys, though, and get your opinion on is, tonight, uh, JV got the start instead of Serge. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of like the back-and-forth way that Nick Nurse is running this and kind of playing the matchups with Serge and JV each game? I think it's it gives them a lot of options to like be strategic against certain opposition and try out other things. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know that JV flourishes when he can boost his confidence, and in the, in those <laughs> in those games in which you know he can he can really dominate his opposition, yeah. um, he can be the most confident guy on the floor. And mm-hmm. there are periods where that isn't the case at all, and the Raptors really struggle as a whole. Yeah. That happens to come in big games yeah. late in the season when you don't want it. So mm-hmm. if you can kind of you know play certain games to the strategy. Uh, to the benefits of other guys, certain guys, that's a huge luxury that every coach would love to have. Yeah, I I love it. Sixteen and seven from JV tonight. Seven to ten shooting. Were you there impressed you go. with JV? I, yeah, I love it. I said earlier that there's going to be games like this throughout 82 games of the season where Abaka could be sick or hurt or just not playing up to what he does all the time, and, mm-hmm. and JV's going to have to show up. And the fact that you could put him in games like this might not mean as much, but starting, giving him that confidence boost, and he puts up the numbers in there with yeah. the lesser minutes the, them switching back like i said before last podcast it's like a first base platoon in baseball yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that might not always work but it is for the raptors right now and is, and, yeah. and we and we we will and we always do the stats at of at, at the five for the raptors yeah. and it's consistently producing so tonight 16 and 7 from jv surge off the bench with 14 and 4 30 right? points uh what i say for 14 
16 uh, and 7. 16 and 7 14 and 14 and 4. So 30. Yeah, so 30 and 11, right? Like that's solid, solid big man numbers. Again from your five spot. And the, the one thing I want to point out about Surge, Surge was kind of struggling early on in this game. With the shot. And yeah. there was a run there, which, you know, I feel like even in the Casey era of this Raptors team, Kyle and the bench was always a theme. Mm-hmm. And there was a solid run where we saw the lineup out there was Kyle, Freddie, Surge, Sorry, an ad just popped up in my ear there on ESPN.com. Thank you. Um, but no, there was a run there where it was Kyle, Freddie, Norm, and Serge, and OG on the floor, right? Yeah. And Serge was struggling, but Kyle came down, and he just ran an easy pick and roll, dumps it off to Serge right in front of the basket. Yeah. Easy to get his confidence Next going. time, pick and roll, uh, foul line, jumper. And that's the stuff where I say, you know, Kyle Lowry's numbers have been great, but it's just those floor general type things like, hey, this guy's struggling. I'm going to give yeah. get him an easy bucket. That, to me, has been the impressive part of Kyle Lowry. It's not just the stats. Mm-hmm. Stats are great, but it's those little things. Have we seen Kyle Lowry play the point guard role as well as he's playing right now? I think he seems – no, I don't think we have. I think he seems like the ultimate captain. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's exactly the, the team player that you want. Mm-hmm. And he's shown glimpses of that, and he's been a – he was a leader for this team in years past to get them to this point, but – the fact that it, it seems as though he's like the ultimate team guy yeah. as well as yeah. being many nights the number one uh, yep. player on the on the court, mm-hmm. that says so much ab- about his game and, and you know where he sees this team right now and, and how he sees everyone fitting in with each other. Yeah, and it's it, the perfect scenario where you came into this season not expecting or knowing, is a better word, what he's going to do, yeah. and he's just shut up and played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. shut he's, up and played, and his he's letting his 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 talk on the court, be, he's letting his play on the court be the talk, right? Yeah. He seems so motivated. Yeah, it, it is. I, I it, it it's it could have been could have been the complete opposite. He could have been disgruntled mm-hmm. and all that, and he's he, he's not saying anything. I don't think he said anything negative towards the press or no. or anything like that. And he's played his ass off and. Kyle Lowry is Thank just you. bald this year. And yeah. I, I like the fact that, you know, it's one of those things where we watch how athletes react in 2018 to mm-hmm. the media and, you know, are they listening to the hot take shows every single day, right? And I mentioned it before on an earlier podcast. I think he's listening. He listened to people wondering about, oh, how is he going to play without DeMar? And he kind of took that as, like, motivation. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you guys are worried about me? Sure. Okay, cool. And I mentioned this to you guys while we were watching the game, and I want to get your take on the air because I think I told you guys, oh, no, 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 don't don't say it now. We'll talk about it later. But I think that, you know, we, we discussed before, okay, Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry and DeMar, we watched the evolution of DeMar, and it kind of started, here was Kyle, here was DeMar, mm-hmm. and it kind of sort of switched up, right? Yeah. And I feel like the part that we forgot was that for DeMar to take that leap, Kyle had to let that happen. You know, yeah. like he kind of took a step back and let DeMar flourish into the DeMar we see now. And this, I think what we're seeing here is just that reminder of Kyle saying, no, 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 I'm still that dude. Yeah, you know? you, we mentioned that last podcast, and it was you who said it, is that it was the DeMar show, but Kyle took a step back mm-hmm. and kind of maybe as a good teammate or as a gesture of a best friend, he kind of had his song and dance and let DeMar do it. Mm-hmm. And now I think he's just so confident in Kawhi where he doesn't have to do it. He can play his game yeah. Yeah. and know that Kawhi and the rest of the guys are going to be... I mean, it's confidence. It comes down to the, the team is stacked 11 through, and K- Kyle can 
just play his game without having to worry about and honestly maybe not having his best friend Demar here and could be the best thing for him at least for this year I mean it's just basketball yeah right? like mm-hmm. as Kawhi Kawhi's coming in and he gets called the, a robot or whatever you know the negative spin that people try to put on his lack of personality sure. personality list right? yes yeah but it's just I've basketball. never heard that term before right it's just basketball and I think like Kyle Lowry has done such a good job this year. I'm pretty sure I'm, I have the stat right. He finished with 12 assists today, but I think the stat was he ties Damon Stoudemire for the most consecutive games in a row with uh, 10 or more assists. Damon, not Amari, right? What did I say? <laughs> no, it, it is. I, I said Damon. It or was Damon. Damon. Yeah, no, okay, yes, I thought Amari yes. last. Dur- during the game, yes. you had said Stoudemire. I thought it was Amari yes, Stoudemire. Yes, yes, it was right. your reaction. It was Damon <laughs> Stoudemire. <laughs> when was the last time you thought about Damon Stoudemire? When you Until bought that tonight? OG jersey, yeah, oh. yeah, even before. I mean, you don't. Damon it was in '95. Like yeah, you don't even not, really think about Mighty Mouse. No, him and Marcus Canby. What could have been? Yeah, and now we're Popeye here. Jones. Now we got Kawhi, and exactly. we we talked yeah, about this. And Kawhi. I want to get your take. This is your and again, shout out for coming on. Bellamo's been yep. with us a bunch, obviously during the season. This is Dunlop's first appearance on the Wrap It Up podcast. Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming through because I know you're a busy man. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, there'll be Premier League to wake up for super early. <laughs> I was watching Aston Villa struggle in the league championship today. I'm, I'm, I'm repping the other MLSC product that, uh, you know, brought a title most recently. So I thought that was a good gesture. And I don't have any Raptors gear or cool clothing, I realized. So <laughs> essentially, that was it. That really was it. Uh, you might not have any Raptor gear, but I'm going to ask you if you have a Raptor take on Kawhi Leonard. Just yeah. because, like, you know, I want to get your opinion because obviously the big talk this season amongst Raptor fans is Kawhi and resting Kawhi. Is it is this real? I can't believe this is real. Mm-hmm. We have Kawhi Leonard. What's your overall take so far just on Ka- the Kawhi era of the Raptors? I think, honestly, Kawhi's been the player I expected him to be. Yeah. I think there was so many people, and it comes from the belief that good things don't happen to us. Yeah. This can't be real. <laughs> well, he only played nine games last year, yeah. and people thought, whoa, who are we going to get? We could be getting a completely different player if he's that player yeah, from two he's years not ago. Even gonna, he's not even going to dress. He's not even going to play. He, yeah. he really, you know, beyond questioning the team doctors of the Spurs, mm-hmm. there was nothing that he showed us <laughs> in all of last season to make you think that you were you were getting damaged goods. Yeah. Dam- damaged goods that... that would make him outside of a, a top 25 player. Exactly. He's a top three player. Exactly, for sure. Yeah. No, top and, one in the East. And I mean, play, him and the Greek freak, really. Yeah, yeah, really. Absolutely. They're one and one A. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and, but Depending think, on the night. And it's like resume, I put Kawhi above. Ahead, of course. A tie, he I, give, had, I give the tie yes, to Kawhi Yes, resume, the veteran right? gets the, yeah, exactly. Um, just to my computer's loading, but Doug Smith tweeted something to the effect that Kawhi Leonard is fine. He's walking around the locker room. Raptors fans can exhale. Mm. Everything seems to be okay. Cheers. Is, right is he Cheers laughing? Cheers to that. <laughs> is he laughing, though? That is the key. Well, he is a fun guy. He's and a fun guy. He's a fun guy. So, I mean. And we're I, fun guys. I think so, right? <laughs> so. That's good news. That is great news, right? Because I want the matchup of LeBron versus Kawhi. Yes. Like, that's, I think we're all super excited for, for that. that. Yes, that's going to be good. We all want to see that. And plus, I'm super excited just because the Raptors team, we saw the full arsenal. I mean, even... CJ Miles, who we've been waiting for to see something. Yeah. Was it a good sign to finally see CJ hit some shots? Oh, for sure. He, what do you get? Nine points? Three or three uh, from the, yeah. He, he, like you're fine. It, it was about time. It, he, we don't know if it was the curse yeah, of the points. of the GoDaddy. Was he on the GoDaddy? Or? GoDaddy. Yeah, we don't know. If, we don't know CJ's if it was speeches. that. Put those on in about an hour or whenever this program wraps up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that 
you know, it was kind of the Danny Green effect came in, took his spot. He didn't know where he fit in. Yeah. Um, his Nick spot Nurse is simple. is, sit at the line and hit yeah, open threes. But, I mean, he, he had a bigger role last year. And, and Nick Nurse is probably trying to find his niche with him. And and tonight was the, tonight was kind of the perfect game for him where not a lot happened. And you know what I mean? He had that good five minutes and just boom. boom. Yeah. And that, in basketball, something as simple as that can just put a light on for you. For sure. Hopefully, oh, he's never going to score well, not saying everybody's not going to be scoring you 20 points tonight, but if he could get that 9, 10 points a game yeah. off the bench, perfect. The Raptors are a really rare team that have cycled through these all-star caliber six men, and yeah. their shelf yeah. life is really small. You mm-hmm. think about someone like Jamal Crawford, career six oh, man. Amazing. But he's, he's, not, I mean, he's played on seven teams in the NBA, nine yeah. teams in the NBA, but it doesn't seem like he's moving every year or every two years. Yeah. Whereas the, the Raptors went from Lou Williams in that spot, we're like, oh wow, what a what a what a pickup! How is this guy, you know, not yeah, starting? Yeah. He'd start on any other team. Yeah. Six man of the year, and then we had it last year with C.J. Miles, which was the exact same scenario yeah. to me. It was mm-hmm. yeah, know, yeah, a, yeah, a player that was probably even even better or could uh, depending on if better for where, the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. where his yeah. spot was on the floor of in the course, corner, yeah. how many times he could hit from there. And now that's with Danny Green, who I still yeah. think, and I think a lot of big basketball heads south of the border know that that was. One of the biggest pickups that the the Raptors could have made. That, that, that was so, the throw in. Like, yeah, that's, yeah a, that was a throw in to match salaries, and that's what makes the trade like so even smart. better. And and that's how so people good. can even complain. Like, Such a good trade. You honest to God, and and Pirtle you could have complained. Play on the Spurs. You could have listened. <laughs> he doesn't get minutes. No. So yeah, for him to like, be the I throw in. Kept forgetting that Danny Green was going to yes. start on the. Raptors. And he was hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, no, that was you're right. That Where was completely kind of solid that pickup. Part that yes, you're trading Kawhi for Demar, but you're also adding a starter yes. to the team. And Danny Green is just a solid NBA player. He's a grown up and someone who Kawhi feels comfortable with too, right? Which, Which is, is a big huge. factor. Yeah. 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 Um, so no, they're saying we'll so find Doug Smith on Twitter says it's a jammed foot for Leonard according to Nick Nurse still being evaluated also says Leonard was wandering around the locker room with no issues Nurse said he doesn't think it is serious so obviously Kawhi quotes will be coming across our screens shortly and I will bring that to you as well again just to recap Raptors 107 Suns 98 Raptors improved to 8 and 1 Multiple ways to join us if you go to Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. I see some people there in the live chat. If you have any questions, feel free to ask and we will get to your question shortly. Or if you're following on Twitter in the Periscope chat, you can do the same. Ask any questions. Click the link on Twitter. If you see us there waving at you, feel free to join in and ask questions about any and everything that is going on. What's up, Pyle? OG from the score. Hey, shout out to that for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about tonight as well is obviously they're playing the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns aren't really a team that is like knocking on the door of the playoffs or anything like that. But or they has got any some, expectations? Yeah, they got some interesting young players, right? DeAndre Ayton was obviously the top pick in this year's draft. What did you make of... The young big guy in the middle tonight. He had, as I bring up the box score 17 again, boards, 18 boards. Yeah, he had a pretty solid he had a big game. stat-wise, right? Probably Seven one of the better ones the of his floor. early season. 17 and 18 tonight, 17 points, 18 uh, rebounds. How did DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton look yeah. to you tonight? A quiet 17 points. Did yeah, you say 18 boards? Yeah. 18 boards, yeah. I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. No, not at all. 
There was it was like he doesn't stand out as much as his shoes. Did this whole game though not feel like garbage time? <laughs> the whole game. Early. It was very yeah. sluggish early. We mentioned that right, and even early into the third quarter, I felt like the Raptors really deed up. Yeah, and then. Once things got tight for the Suns, the Raptors' defense forced a little more offense. The bench came in, and there was that run yeah. where it was like, I think Freddie hit a three, and then he found Norm. Norm hit like yep. back-to-back threes, and this is jammed up. This is a, it's a big win for the Raps just because these are the games that they overlooked that last year they would lose or merely win, yeah. right? Yeah, they, they 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 won with ease. Like they, it was never really close after the second half. This is I, I like said, this. You said to start the game, you were like, I don't know if I can name the Phoenix Suns team, and it's true, right? There's name, there's these dudes, and, and it's like they're starting lineup: Trevor Ariza, T.J. Warren, DeAndre, Aiden, Isaiah Cannon, and of course we all know Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like that is the most random team. Of Beyond that, you're pulling dudes from the bench: Jamal Crawford, yeah, Tyson Chandler, yeah. Like, did they Ryan they even Anderson, get into Okobo? No, yeah. Tyson Chandler did Okobo, not play, like, but like. Four minutes for uh, Jamal Crawford, Ryan Anderson minutes, right? Yeah, I'm just that's... like, what? The team is super random. It's just a weird game, but it's an easy game that I'm not saying if the Raptors lost, but if they, if it was like a close game at the buzzer or something, mm-hmm. I would understand because you're looking ahead to the big time matchup against LeBron and the Lakers. Course. No, yeah, uh, yeah. If they would have lost, then no, it would have. Yeah, it would have. Been going into Sunday night's matinee matchup or big mat- <laughs> matinees the day, and the matchup a little sour, right? Yeah. So it, it, it was kind of perfect that they went the way they did. It is a super matchup though, so yeah. it's an all day thing. You can yeah, call it the right. breakfast yeah. buffet oh. of matinee. Nighters. What is the Sunday night game for football? Is it the Sunday night game? Yeah, it's the uh, Packers, Packers and, and Patriots, Packers right? And Patriots. Yeah, big Sunday night. So we got two. Ooh, it's a yeah. good sign. Better get the two better get yeah, the two yeah, screens the double up. screens. Yeah, double screens sure. going to be up for sure. Lots going on. Brady Rodgers, Kawhi and LeBron. Yeah. Right? And this is That's the thing too with this team cuz you can throw multiple people at LeBron, especially LeBron playing the four. Yeah. It's probably going to be Pascal getting that assignment, I'd assume, yeah. right? You com- mm-hmm. comfortable in that scenario? Yes. I think you like, love Pascal. I love Pascal right so now, but I. I also think you have so many guys you can throw at LeBron yeah. and especially OG this too, LeBron. right? Yeah, yeah, OG, you'll get some minutes on him. I bet, like, you'll even spell and have Surge on him a little bit. And obviously, you have Kawhi, Danny Green can get some minutes for mm-hmm. sure covering LeBron. And I think that's the thing. The more fresh bodies you throw at LeBron, especially at this age where mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. say it all the time, and I, do, I hate saying he's not trying, but he's not going ham all the time, right? No. Like, he's very selective about strategic. the spurts of energy. Strategic, yes. Yes, yeah. With how he uses his energy. And I think by throwing a lot of fresh bodies at him, Mm-hmm. You're putting more pressure on the other guys to step up, and yeah, there's the a Josh lot. Hart's and Kuzma's and Ingram's. Yeah. They, they're a young team. Are you finish your point? I don't want to cut you off, but no, that, that was it. They're a, they're a, they're a young team, yeah. and it's it seems like it it's, it's pretty much as far as they go as as far as LeBron's going to take them. Yeah. Are you surprised that Ingram and Kuzma, maybe Kuzma more so than Ingram for me, haven't shown more having LeBron there? Like I really well, thought they would be. So Ingram cruel. had the suspension. I think that. Really, that might have messed with it. Kuzma, yeah, but it's it's been the other players. It's been uh, Javel McGee and Josh Hart, who's Josh really Hart's stepped up, well. yeah, really, really well. And I mean, they got a good team next year. Yeah. Next year, it's weird. I think, next like, year. Here, here's a problem. Not with this LeBron year, teams, right? Like LeBron teams, especially early, he spends a lot of time kind of feeling out the game and yeah. feeling out teammates, mm-hmm. and kind of like he's not playing like his normal ham lebron right 
right from the get-go and so there's so many things going on is lebron playing the four can he play minutes at the five then okay well does that mean kuzma's playing the five? who's he getting along like, with there they're very they're, they're a lot so, younger than him like they got a lot of questions in their rotation. Do you start Rondo? Do you start Lonzo? Yeah. Lavar finally talked today for this the is, first time. This is in a, Belgium. Yeah, no, he's in. I think he's in London, England. Oh, right okay. Now with the, Doing the Euro tour, that JBL tour. Oh. This is a hot league. take, and it's it's still to do with the Le- LeBron James, obviously. And it's okay. eight or nine games, in, but do you think in the back of his mind, he's maybe thought he should have rethought? Going to the Lakers? No, no I think not it was at all. No, it's bigger than. Bad. You think it it's just, just about more of the? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, like his, his family, company, you know. Yeah, yeah and Bronny. Bronny's going to school down there, right? Yeah, yeah. his family, company, business ventures, and, and he's done enough now where he doesn't have to cement his legacy. It's more uh, icing like on the cake, the, right? I think like the being on the Lakers as he sort of winds down, it'll be a lot easier to get another star to carry the load there with him yeah. in the twilight years than it would be to get a star to come to Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah, to wind yeah. down his oh, career. Oh, perfect. Right? Yeah, like that's he's right. In LA. LA, LA sells itself, yeah. Wherever it's the Lakers, right? Yes. So you kind of play that out. But I think I, I mentioned this on the last podcast, right? Like watching Kyle Kuzma so far, the thing that I'm surprised at is he's not afraid of playing with LeBron. We see a lot of people end up being mm-hmm. like passive and want to like, yes. you know, wait for LeBron to pass him the ball. But you're seeing Kuzma on like a two on one, and he's looking off LeBron and dunking it. Yeah. And I thought, okay. This kid, he's he's he's, he's got balls. Yeah, it's tough to play with LeBron, right? Yeah, of course it sure. is. He's the bully of the league. Yeah, like Kevin sure. Love's probably a great example, right? Of just how difficult it is to kind of Chris Bosh. Yeah, yeah, go I through mean, that cycle. Kevin Love was we were saying before he's Minnesota Timberwolves. Kevin Love, like he'll never be that. Like no. it, it's kind of now. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. 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 I, I, weeks without him. Well, um, again. I know it's tough because we're looking ahead to this. Oh, to it's going to be an exciting game. Because it's going to be it's going to be a good thing. I think you're looking for measuring sticks, right? And we've kind of had a few so far, and the Raptors mm-hmm. have passed. I'd say every test, right? If you think about the Celtics game, yep. you Think about the Sixers game. Those are sort of the big matchups we've seen so far. And so as you head into the Lakers, would you play Kawhi in LA and then rest him on against in the Utah? Utah, or would you flip flop it to avoid kind of the LA drama? I think, and this is the luxury of the situation they're in, and I think the relationship that Nick Nurse seems to have built with Ka- Kawhi, or the trust he has in the team, I think you can. I think you can ask him. Oh. I think you could. You could honestly be like, I think they do. You can. You can shine <laughs> yeah. in this spot if you want to p- play tonight. This is your game. Crush yeah. it. Yeah. If you yeah. want to take tonight off, I'm totally cool with that. That's. A I great think he wants to play to kind of see selfishly the crowd and everything, how it is there, yeah. right? I think as a, as a ball player, like, yeah. you, you get the chills of walking and, and, on the And you know what we're doing? In, the, in uh, MSG, you know, like that type of thing. We're doing the same mistake now where we're having, it's a trap game, but Utah's good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Utah's definitely. good. Right, we're forgetting about, like, we have, that's, that's the game. hardest game in our, yeah, yeah, yeah. on our four-game road agree, trip. Yeah. That's a tough by far, place to play. Right? So, play, yeah, sure. I, I mean, personally, me, I would, I want Kawhi to play in Utah, but yeah. selfishly as a fan, yeah. I want him to face off against LeBron and beat him in LA. <laughs> so yeah. I want to see that too. The thing I wonder about uh, playing in LA is the media. 
the media is going to be going they'll, crazy they'll, on Kawhi. They'll oh. be like that, I think, whether it's a DNP or he's playing anyways. But I don't know if you have to speak to the... I don't think you have to speak to the media if you're not playing. No? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I'm not positive about that. It's been a while since I was like down there covering the Raptors, so I don't really remember yeah. how that works. But I'm pretty sure if you're not playing, you don't have to speak mm-hmm. to the media yeah, on that, that might day. Be true. Yeah. But either way, it's a great test for the Raptors because regardless of whether Kawhi plays or not, we're seeing that the other guys are in a position to step up and go. And we kind of yeah. saw it with Freddie because I'm super excited to see Fred Van Fleet back in the lineup because I just oh, yeah. think he adds so much to that this team. And if you're, I don't know, I don't want to rank like who's more important because that doesn't really matter. On our team, like yeah, third you know, option like, type thing. Know, yeah, right? But like he is a very, very, very important part to this team Huge. and is the engine of the second unit. So to have him back in the lineup, it was funny because in the post-game interview with Leo, he kind of made the joke that he looked tired because mm-hmm. he felt tired. He hasn't really played yet. But as he goes, that second unit goes. And as the second unit goes, the Raptors go. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was a dope sign to see from the Toronto Raptors. We talked about the big guys. We talked about Kawhi, Kyle Lowry doing his Kyle Lowry thing again. But if I ask you what stood out the most for you, who do you give your, your King of the Quarter MVP to of this game? I know the stats. No one. We mentioned it. No one's stats no one really jumped, jumped off. Yeah. So who who are you picking as like who's so, your guy yeah. tonight? I'll go first. Go first. I know, I know who you're gonna go with. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dude, with. I don't know. Who I'm he, I said it before. Oh he knows yeah, who I, yeah, I definitely know who you're going. With. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the with the standard Kawhi. Okay. Yeah. And, and the the reason being is I still think he gets everyone involved. Um, he doesn't he doesn't have to put up. 35, you know, every night, which impact, which yeah. was seems too often the case with Demar. You know, Demar didn't have too many 19 point nights, and the team cruised. If in the Demar fourth didn't score 25 to 30, he didn't really have an impact on the game. Right. Yeah. Huge. Right? And and Kawhi to me, even in, with nights like this, um, you know, it, it still stands out that uh, for for as good as, as the bench was in in driving that into the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Kawhi played such a huge, huge part in those the first three quarters, especially. Um, and they're just so confident because of him. Yeah. yeah. You know, see, see how many times he's the only guy in the paint trying to grab offensive boards. He had a couple. Oh yeah, definitely. There's so had a couple just like moves where I, I said to you guys, like, that's a big boy move. Like, yeah. Just moves where it's like, you can't stop him. Whoever no. was going to be guarding him, pick out any player in the NBA. It's like he was scoring yeah, with that move. especially right? with that step back. Oh, it's crazy. Mikey, what about you, man? Well, because we said nobody really jumped off the page, this was a great all-around team effort. Like yeah. If you look at the minutes, they were spread evenly. Yeah. Like Nick Nurse did a great job. So I'm going to go with a weird one, but I think C.J. Miles. Yeah. I think it was really big that – he stepped up, and I know nine points doesn't seem a lot, but when all of those nine points were from behind the arc, um, and that's his game, mm-hmm. I think that this could be uh, the punch, the start to something bigger for him, which is huge for our depth, mm-hmm. right? For you, sure. you need to get him Powell, any game that him and Norm Powell have, because we're, we know we're going to get it from JV, we're going to get it from Van Fleet, OG always brings the defense. For that second unit, the bench mob, right? Like, you know the guys you're going to get it from. So it's Norm and CJ that always are the what-ifs. And especially, like you mentioned, right? Like, it doesn't jump off the stat sheet what he did. But it's big. Yeah, Yeah. especially as I bring up the, the, like, game logs here, right? And he was two for his last ten for three, right? So he was really struggling. Exactly. So it's good to just 
see the ball go through and the hoop. He, and, yeah. and, and, and if yeah. you didn't watch a game, you're just tuning in live now and, and think, how did he score his points? He didn't score one in the first quarter and then a three in the third and one with garbage time. He scored them all within minutes of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a good Kind start, of yeah. with his, I think he got maybe 12, 13 minutes. But yeah, it was just a good sign. And because, like I said, everybody was pretty pretty much par. Yeah. To me, that was the X factor in the game going forward for this Raptors team and the bench mob. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know, you said that you knew who I was going to pick, even though I wasn't really sure who I was going to pick, but I know who I'm going to pick now, so were you correct? I'm picking Kyle Lowry. No, oh, that's not who okay. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> who did you think I was going to Pascal, gonna... for sure. No, 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 boy. No, no. I thought it had Pascal to be Pascal. Is my guy. Pascal is my Pascal guy. Pasta. He did have an all right game, and it was more yeah. back to what I was saying, what we're, what I've become accustomed to where his stats doesn't his stats don't jump out, but there's a couple moves. Where it's his I effort, go, wow. yeah. Moments. He's his like a little effort, road runner. Yeah. Yeah. His efforts all over the place. But the reason why I'm picking Kyle is because again, Kyle with 12 assists, Kyle with 12 assists and six rebounds. It's just and led the charge too. Yeah, like it was just said. one of those games where you know they kind of came out with a kind of blase blah kind of first half, and it was sluggish playing down to the competition. And mm -hmm. I, I just like the way that you know. He, he found Kawhi on a couple outlet passes to get Kawhi, you know, breakaway dunks. I talked already about what he did for Surge. Mm -hmm. We know that JV shooting 7 for 10. Why is that? He's getting the little chippies underneath the basket. Just the floor general nature of what yeah. Kyle does. And, you know, if we are talking about Siakam, Siakam always shoots a high percentage. And that's because most of his shot attempts are coming right in the paint. And mm -hmm. Kyle's finding them. <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Lowry on on the last podcast I did with Webby, which yes, yeah. shameless plug, Ball the on Blast MVP podcast. So, so every, far of the season, yeah. Every Friday morning, Ball on Blast podcast with my guy Andrew Webster. Every One Friday of the questions morning. was, huh? Every Friday morning. Every Friday. Tune in. No, 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 I'm always we listening. We don't tape it every Friday morning. Right. It's just Thursday. available yeah. to the public okay. for your listening every Friday. So, so the we tape it Thursday night. Competition for the all the Bill Burr podcast listeners out there who are <laughs> listening to that on their commute to work. I thought you were going to say but that, that's your competition. I thought you were going to say competition for your AM Sports Central. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Shameless plug. I'm joking. I'm joking, my guy. But no, we were talking about is Kyle Lowry the actual like Raptors MVP so far? And I know mm -hmm. that, you know, like, what does that even really mean? But you know what I'm saying? They <laughs> yeah, played, yeah. like, nine games. Mm -hmm. And so... But it means a lot. To get to eight and one, that means a I lot. Yeah. He, he's, you don't want to be one and eight. It's so big, right? It's it so big. And we're seeing him play. You you mentioned it, right? I don't know if we've seen him play your traditional yeah. point guard, floor general, as well just as Just shut up and play. That's exactly what he's this been doing. Run. Yeah. And I got to find the quote because I thought it was just so funny because I always like to try to bring up the whole... We talked about the narrative of salty kyle in the media yeah. right and it's been kind of funny because you know again debating that kyle was going to have an attitude this whole season yeah how is he going to react to stuff and earlier today while uh we we're getting ready for the show there's a quote that came across my timeline from i guess it would have been morning shoot around and of course now that i'm looking for it i can't find it oh here it is perfect so how are the raptors two centers serge about oh, sorry how are the Raptors two centers, Serge Ibaka and Jonas Valanciunas, different? Kyle Lowry, quote, one's African, one's Lithuanian. <laughs> right? Here for that's all perfect. Of that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just think that's perfect. <laughs> like, he, I love that. Right? Yeah. He knows 
cliches that everyone. That's what I was thinking for. when you were reading that yeah, too. Yeah. Right? Like, Just a sarcastic <laughs> in your face. Like, ask me a good question. <laughs> You're asking me a dumb question. I'm going to give you a dumb answer. Wait. Yeah. Sometimes you're just not here for the cliches, right? And you're just like, okay, dude, like, what are you yeah. like? I'm not making your story today. And I understand yeah. how yeah. frustrating it can be for a reporter because they have a job. They're trying sure. to do a story each and every but day. But he evidently did <laughs> because that got. <laughs> but hey, know, yeah, that's caught, a great quote wind. if you ask me. And it, I mean, it's also factually correct. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I was in a morning scrum once. And I, I don't go down there very often. Yeah. And this was when uh, Pat Pat was, okay. was uh, you know, King of the three balls, or yeah, 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 sixth, yeah, the new sixth man, and he was out with some foot injury. And he shut out to Oklahoma he just, City. He just <laughs> come back. And uh, for those that don't know, the reporters don't get to see shoot around at all. In fact, no, they they uh, yeah, you come in after, and you you have to stay in the concourse. They they <laughs> they tent up the exit so you can't see anything. So they come in, and you just have to ask, well, how did it go? And so yeah. my question was, and I and I'm not a regular. I never show up. I don't know if I've even asked Kyle Lowry a question before. I said, well, how did Pat look today? And he looks and he pauses and he goes, six five, black. Um, he was wearing he was wearing red shorts and a red shirt. Good. Okay, Kyle. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Not as much. Good. Okay, good. All right. Good. I will Question. say. I will say though too. Like like one of my like favorite moments in my career was actually getting like just murdered in a scrum by Greg Popovich. Oh yeah. Cause just cause like he literally went through each and every person that asked a question. Yeah. He just like shut them down with like. Because it was just like that, right? Like, he's used to the cliches of being asked about, oh, you have the big three of Manu Ginobili, right? And he's just shutting every single person down. And so when I asked my question, he shut me down. It's like one of those things where you might have been sad. But you're happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to Yeah, yeah. And then I followed up with, like, a, a good question about, like, it was something that I read in an article or whatever. So it showed, like, I thought about it before. Yeah. And he actually answered researched. it. And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he got an answer. Um, they were getting. Speaking of answers, I want to get back to this because obviously people are wondering about Kawhi Leonard. And here's a Kawhi Leonard quote on his foot. He says, "Quote: I think it's going to be all right. Nothing major. I just pushed off on it and kind of rolled it. I wanted to get it looked at. I'll take it. Cheers good. to that. There we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all good. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm okay hearing that." I want to see Kawhi against the Lakers, so all good. Utah, as we look ahead to the next three games on this trip, Lakers, Jazz, and then wrap it up against Sacramento. A surprising Sacramento. <laughs> team. Second, in the, second in the West, Sacramento. Um, Six and three. Yeah. DeAndre so Fox, lighten it up. I'm going to ask you guys this, and we'll follow this up as each game goes along, but on this four-game road trip, what record do you want to see the Raptors come out of this road trip with after winning the first game, three games left? What's the record you want to see them with at the end of this? On paper, it should be four zero. You look at them. You look okay. at the matchups on paper. It should absolutely be four zero. Especially the fact that they start this game, which we all say trap game, mm -hmm. first game of their first road trip. They're playing three hours behind, right? So it's yeah. seven o'clock for the Suns, but it's ten o'clock for their bodies. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you can't, you can't, uh, you know, overlook that. That no, that definitely is a factor. Think about if you've ever tried to go out clubbing at 1 a.m. instead of 11 or whatever your, yeah. whatever your scenario is. It's, it's, totally, it's totally different. It throws yeah. you off. So on paper, we would be 4-0. But to be honest, I think um, you look at those matchups against, against Utah and against Sacramento, those could be tough. So they come away 2-2. Two and two, you still got to be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a 3-1. and one, yeah. right? just, And my thing is I just think the back-to-back, -back, the Lakers and Utah is tough. Yeah. Utah, regardless, is just a tough place to play. So 
I'm interested to see them play a close game in Utah. But if they fall in that game, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Not gonna be mad. Just like I wasn't mad with their first loss of the season in uh, Milwaukee without Kawhi. Like right. I wasn't really mad at that. What will you, Mike? What do you think? Yeah, I'd say three and one as well, considering Kawhi's probably not gonna play against Utah, and Utah is a legit team. But the last game on a road trip is always a tricky one. Yeah, kind of want to go home. We're already eight. We're already nine and two, if that's the record or whatever and it is. Sacramento and kind of no uh, Sacramento, and Sacramento right? is playing really well. The twin owners there, or whatever they they got the mojo kicking in that stadium. And <laughs> yeah, I, don't know I mean, it could be two and two. Man, no, it could be one and three. But let's hope. No, I, no, I whoa, say, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. We don't want that vibe. No, no, no. None <laughs> well, of that negative energy. No, but no. the pressure on the Lakers game. Like, yeah, I think this team will feel. I mean, I'm being realistic. I really but do. I think if I have to say, I will say a three and one because. The Sacramento game, Kawhi will be fresh. He'll be playing that game, and I'll say a three and one. Okay. Uh, one last thing before we wrap up, and because obviously a lot of the talk tonight after this game was centered around Kawhi Leonard, you know, having to leave the game in the fourth quarter. And if you go back to the Sixers game, there's a moment where he got poked in the eye or whatever. He left, hard fall after a foul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel Embiid and everyone just kind of like. <gasps> yeah, deep breaths all over the country as it happened. Is that going to last for the whole season? Yes. Like, are that we going to do this for the whole? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, every time he foul, he falls or takes that heart, like, eh. are we going to be holding our breath the entire time? Yes, like, and I'll go. can handle that. I'll go even, <laughs> two games, you know I'll go I mean? even further. And the other sport that we're lucky to have in hockey, mm-hmm. same thing to be with Tavares. Yeah. It's just it's the new prize. It's the new the new puppy, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's I the mean, new sports car. In the yeah, driveway. and yeah, yeah, but yeah. the bigger thing with Kawhi is we might only have him for one year, where we know yeah. John's here for seven. So yeah, I, unfortunately, it's going to be like that. Especially we're we're certain, but we're unsure how healthy he really is. Mm-hmm. But he's a horse. Yeah. He, that guy's a workhorse. He's he's fine. He's going to be fine. Especially if he's taking off the back-to-back games for most of the season, he'll play a roughly around sixty-five games, seventy yeah. games. He'll be good. I know why it's it's dramatic for you, and you don't know if, if the, okay. the your heart can handle it. Okay. But isn't it great that people who you know the, the Raptors fan base is is massive, and uh, mm-hmm. the passion is is huge. But there's a lot of times in the season, especially when the regular season has been as predictable as it has been the last two, yeah. where you just kind of tune out and you don't pay mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. You don't and now even care. it's like, what? He was late to shoot around that yeah. media members can't even see? <laughs> yeah. Oh, why was that? Yeah. And you realize, oh, he it's had game a, 13. A 13? Yeah, why is he exactly. not there? Breakfast yeah. at the hotel kind of sat in his yeah. stomach a little yeah. indifferent. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> Every little piece of news yeah. is going to matter, and we're going to take it for, like, there's a quote earlier this week, right, from the LA Times where he said uh toronto's kind of like la or new york and i'm really enjoying it so yeah. far and like that quote spread like wow, oh yeah wow. and everyone's like oh my god he's gonna stay oh, yeah. he likes it he said it's like new york he bought a house so, yeah. <laughs> housing yeah. prices went up with that yeah mortgage <laughs> rates are great td spotify says that drake's getting many more listens because of Kawhi's <laughs> in los angeles <laughs> this is so what Drizzy. the entire season is gonna be like yeah. for the Toronto. you gotta love Rangers. it oh, oh it's great it's every great game, you're right every game matters whereas it's easy to just like we're talking about the Phoenix Suns game, right? Yeah. It's 1.15 a.m. Yeah, we're not late? going to the club tonight. Right? That's what time it is right now. Yeah. And we're talking about the Toronto Raptors. And you know what? I appreciate you guys for joining me. Thank you yeah, man. so much. Uh, if the people want to find you, Mr. Dunlop, give out the socials. Where can we find, you know, 
more of your great sports takes. Yeah, I'm uh, Brendan underscore Dunlop on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would appreciate the Twitter follows very much. <laughs> uh, I don't think that my Instagram is that hot, so I, I wouldn't actually fault you, but maybe I need to figure that out. So if you your, got any IG tips. What does your Instagram consist of right now? Uh, pictures boring of pictures food? of work. I got, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I got a couple of selfies. I, I like to, to grab a couple of clips from the from the program okay. and put a, put a yeah, couple yeah. of clips up when I get to be a, li- a little creative in that. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I think I've neglected the IG very much. So okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, give Mr. Dunlop some tips on how he can be better on Please. IG. Okay, yeah. cool. Mr. Bellamo, you can find me at Mikey Bello underscore six on Instagram. Same as Mr. Dunlop. It's nothing too crazy or fancy. <laughs> couple uh, selfies as well, maybe a couple little sports takes. This is funny because Webster last night when I asked him that, he was like, my Instagram is just food pics because I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yeah, but add me up. Follow me uh, if you want. But um, blessed to be here. Thank you, Sheldon. It was oh, a great man, time no as well. No problem, man. I enjoy talking ball. Like, I know there's a camera here and I'm like waving at people and whatever and all that stuff. But like the Raptor game would end and I'd be talking to my boys about it anyway. Yeah. Right. So like, that's kind of just a vibe we want to roll with and be having a lot of fun doing it. So obviously I appreciate you guys coming through, joining me, especially on this like late night West coast Raptor game. Definitely appreciate it so much and definitely appreciate the people watching this now as you can after each and every Raptor game on Twitter at shell Alexander or on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And you know what I want to shout out? Obviously, this then becomes a podcast, which, you know, you can get in the morning if you're, whatever you're doing, I guess tomorrow's Saturday, right? So, yep. you know, you're up doing your Saturday chores and you want to catch up on what happened on Raptor Game? Sure. Becomes a podcast. And you can find that as well as the Ball on Blast podcast. You can find that wherever you get your podcast, whether it's iTunes, whether it's SoundCloud, whether it's Google Play. Just search On Blast Podcast. Special shout out to the YouTube people as the YouTube videos continue to yes. blow up. So keep watching, clicking, and subscribing. Yeah, keep liking, subscribing. keep asking questions. I'm in the comments. Yeah, comments. Keep doing the people. comments. Yeah. Really appreciate it. We'll try lot. to get back. Yeah, to try everybody. to get back to people because this is a lot of fun. Just Raptors talk. Yeah. Raptors are doing big. Again, in closing, to wrap it up, I didn't mean the part. That's terrible. I always call <laughs> Just, myself out when I do the podcast. Don't play it. Nope. Play it up. That's good. I can't play it up. You need to build a graphic that runs across the yeah. bottom. There Grab is one that, that I add after when it goes up on YouTube. Oh, okay. But just during the live, there isn't one. But it should be like the rolling banner. Or you can have yeah. like the drinking game. Or you want yeah. to cheers to like every time you say <laughs> yeah, it's like a, Every time Clyde <laughs> makes a quote, exactly. I cheer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, yes. But again, Toronto Raptors, 107-98. Yes. Kawhi Leonard, the high man with 19 points. Raptors improved. To eight and one, and as a wise man Ooh. once said, I did used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the wrap it up, raps post game show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Peace. Oh, blast.